you have reached the voice mailbox of Game Thing Season 3 Simulators. You have 17 new messages. Wednesday, the 5th of October at 3:32 p.m. Hey Pippin, it's David. Uh, so I have our next pick for simulators, and it feels uh, like it's going to be a little bit complicated to <laughs> explain to you what this is. I uh, played it a little bit last night, and it's hard to describe, and I'll stop teasing you, and I'll just uh, give you the facts. Um, so I'm picking Ecosystem, which was developed by Tom Johnson and... Uh, published by Slug Disco in 2021, and it's still in early access, so work is still ongoing. And the copy from the digital box reads, and stay with me, it says, Ecosystem isn't just a video game version of the laws of ecology with pre-made fish models. The simulation actually determines the creatures in the game, their bodies, how they swim, and how they think and behave. At Ecosystem's heart are evolving virtual life forms who grow from synthetic DNA and live in a physically simulated ocean. This synthetic DNA encodes everything about a creature, from skeletal structure to skin, from joint types to mental processes. Um, the genetic code of a creature can mutate, combine, be spliced with other species, and be directly modified by the player. Uh, so it sounds like it's going to be uh, a lot. And it sounds like there's going to be a steep learning curve. And, uh, you know, we've been playing simulators for a while. And I guess at this point we are no doubt experts <laughs> on simulators. Of course, far from it, at least uh, from this end, is how I'm feeling. Um, but, you know, I think it's it's worth saying and exploring and remembering that there are so many types of simulators out there Uh Someone I interviewed years ago, uh, 2015, uh, a guy named Bruce Williams, who was a uh, uh, business development manager for Microsoft, uh, I think including on Flight Simulator, uh, you know, he, he, he told me this term, there's a thing called real simulators, which are used for uh, training, and he told me stories of people who um, used to build flight simulator forts, uh, where they would literally uh, go to scrapyards and get the front end of a 737 and they would buy throttle quadrants and control yokes and in their house or in their basement in a cubicle downstairs they would uh, uh, hack together the software and hardware of flight simulator and make it all work together and I mean I am curious about what sort of itch that scratches but I'm interested in what sort of scratch gets itched by this thing we could never experience in real life that's intended to be recreated faithfully realistically um, so I think this is going to be about a lot of us just sort of watching unintended consequences in a game. Um, but another thing that comes to mind is like oftentimes in criticism, there's this delineation you wind up making that, oh, uh, you know, this video game is more like a toy and games and Sims we're already using, we are already using interchangeably. And I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm curious, like, are these boundaries real or forgive me, are they porous? Um, you know, because there's so much water in this game. Uh, so I don't know. We're both going to have to look at it and spend some time at, with it for a while, I think, to sort of understand. So, yeah, let me know. Bye-bye. Thursday, the 6th of October at 1.29 p.m. Hey, David. Uh, splish Splash. Ecosystem sounds 
very different to anything we've played so far in the season or in the preseason. Uh, as you say, kind of a very simulation-y simulator focused on that core idea of an underlying model, in this case of fish and their environment, <laughs> uh, and simulating it and showing it to us. By doing, I guess, my due diligence of watching the trailer on Steam and reading the Steam page, it looks a lot like our main activity focuses on environmental considerations for the fish. Uh, at least in the gameplay video, it seems to be about terraforming and positioning plant life such that different kinds of fish uh, are supported by the ecosystem. So we're sort of more on the the environmental side than the the fish side. But then clearly we can also directly intervene in fish DNA uh, and stuff like that. So uh, we're all over the place potentially. So I don't have a clear picture on what I'll be doing moment to moment. Sounds like I'll be looking at a lot of fish. Uh, and if I were trying to follow in the footsteps of the guys with uh, you know half an airplane in their basement <laughs> kind of approach to play uh, what would I what would I do I guess I would put my laptop inside an aquarium tank or uh, wear a scuba suit while I'm playing for for greater authenticity although um, maybe that raises the question of like who we are in relation to the simulation uh, beautiful rhyme there because in, in a flight sim, you're the pilot, very obviously, right? So you have a specified role. But in this, are we God? Uh, you know, if we're dealing with shaping evolution, that's that's one option. Or maybe a super advanced scientist. Um, so I'm interested in kind of how we are positioned relative to the experience. Um, I was also interested in the documentation, the degree to which everything is centers around movement. Um, to quote uh, their text... Creature brains are also encoded in DNA and subject to evolution. The neurology of a virtual life form is a pipeline computer where every moment data from sense organs is passed through a network of neurons and finally contracts a muscle in a specific body part. So the idea that the fish's brain is fully dedicated to muscular movement uh, and therefore its navigation of the water, um, but, you know, leading to, to behaviors like finding food and, I guess, combat or fleeing, etc., but centered around that idea of physicality. Um, they don't, you know, they're not, they're not going to write Shakespeare, probably. Uh, and so this is one of the simulation boundaries, right, where, where kind of the simulation ends is this idea that fish are purely physical uh, creatures, which is maybe accurate. I don't, I, I don't have a fish degree in fish science. Uh, so that's what I'm interested in. I'm going to go watch some fish. Splish, splash. Thursday. The 6th of October at 1.35 p.m. Sorry, David, it's, it's me. It's Pippin again. Uh, one tiny extra thought uh, as, I, as I think about what might be interesting about the game is time. Um, if the game is talking about evolution, uh, we know evolutionary time is, is very extended. So I'm curious about how the game will deal with representing time in our busy lifestyles. Bye. Sorry. Bye. Thursday, the 6th of October, at 3.25 p.m. Thursday, the 6th of October, at 3.51 p.m. Hey, Pippins, David. Um, well, I didn't realize you were not a fish doctor, so 
uh, you're on thin ice, and I'm <laughs> I'm one <laughs> I'm one fin out the door, um, or do you not know enough about fish to realize that's actually my foot? Um, yeah. So uh, just a quick message. Uh, famous last words, but you know I spent about an hour with the ecosystem last night, and it's uh, just worth spending a moment to acknowledge and discuss uh it's a, yeah it's a very weird game um there are a lot of buttons and features in the game you'll run into like there's just you know you can at any time click speciate or call species uh and at the click of a button you can um although there's a bit of resource management that is of course uh intention with time as you mentioned so after a certain amount of time i guess as you build up a healthy biodiversity of plant life in an air in a uh, area um you're able to then spawn fish and it seems like the goal i mean i thought like you did at first too that this was going to be much more about the um flora or whichever one of those two is the plant life, but it seems like it's really more about that in service of the fish and then that more in service of sitting back and watching what happens happen and this sort of compound interest of the way that the plant life you plant um, attracts or can sustain the fish. And, you know, there's no real quote-unquote point to it and you can't really fast forward time that much to see what evolutionarily stacks up. Um, you can 2x the time at most, but nothing beyond that. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like I've barely scratched the surface. And it's worth saying that, like, as complicated as it is, it's very easy to pick up and just sort of hop anywhere else in the map at any time that you want. Uh, I'm playing in a strange... Field, I think it's called. Uh, let me know when you dive in what sort of <laughs> terrain you're working in. I'm calling, I'm in something that's literally just called Strange. Um, and yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I I really can't tell you much that I've done or much that I understand that I've done. I mean, I've made a large, flat, glowing white fish called a Balon that has like a wedding cake dorsal fin that looks like a cross between a tumor and a stalagmite. I don't know why. Um, I, I got to spend some more time with it, but I, you know, it sort of, it, it falls down in the description. I mean, I saw a fish that looked like it was a parrot. I saw a fish look like it had a long, long, long tree foot. Pictures can't do them justice. You have to see them in motion. Describing them doesn't do it justice. Um, but it, I did hit on um, this idea that everything we create has a piece of us in it. And so I wonder, as you approach it, uh, ecosystem, and what do you feel like it's saying about you? Or what are you trying to do? Um, and just as a final thought, uh, you know, I don't think you have to be a uh, fish doctor to know that even if fish don't have feelings, they don't appreciate having their DNA tweezed apart. Um, all right, let me know what you make of this soup. Bye. Friday, the 7th of October, at 2.20 p.m. Hey, Dave Arino, it is me, Dr. Pippenbar, Ph.D., 
81 minutes played of ecosystem, uh, which means that I've finished the tutorial. Uh, I have a basic ecosystem running uh, that is more or less stable uh, in that, you know, I can leave it and watch it like an aquarium, uh, which I am doing right now. Uh, and the species fluctuate and so forth, and I, I worry a little bit about the species I called Sid. Uh, it's not doing well, uh, but generally speaking, it's just it's just running, and the fish are living their lives. And I think the biggest thing I thought about so far in my playing is is the question you asked, which is, you know, who am I in this simulation? What am I trying to do? And it's a very important question with simulators maybe especially and especially this kind of simulator where there's no narrative being provided to us to kind of suggest who we are you know we're not a car mechanic and we're not a police officer um and we're not a child of 1986 we are something we're observing these fish but we're also creating them we're also creating their environment uh their strange environment uh, i chose the same terrain as you I'm sure that says something uh, about us so that question of who we are and what our role is, uh, of course, shapes how we perceive the simulation and the underlying model and its relevance uh, to, to what we're doing. And I think at first I would have thought of myself as a god, most obviously. Maybe, a, you know, an alien scientist, but, you know, let there be biome, let there be fish, uh, those sorts of things. Creating species of fish uh, was particularly godlike and especially, you know, designing their bodies and then sending them out into the world. There's, there's a lot of um, deity stuff going on there, I guess, uh, at a very low level. Uh, but I, I found pretty, pretty soon, once the, the ecosystem had stabilized and I'd made a couple of different fish, the Jiminy fish <laughs> was my pride and joy, uh, I gravitated much more towards looking at individual fish um, so that it was less like being a god and more like being um, an angel looking over their shoulder, like Wings of Desire, if you've seen that movie. Um, sort of more caring about them at a slight remove and following them and being interested in what they're up to. And there is uh, a button that facilitates that, which is a sort of follow fish button, which locks the camera to one fish. And interestingly, it drops away the UI. So there is this encouragement to think about the fish just as an entity in the actual water and not as a component of a larger model. So in that way, I followed Jeremy, uh, the final Jiminy fish, because they, they started dying out real fast. And there was there's all kinds of pathos involved. Like they have a status, um, which for him was looking for mates, um, but, but he's the last one, so he's not going to have a lot of luck. And so... You know, he's swimming upside down, he's face-planting in the algae on the bottom of the ocean. Seems like his line is going to die out. Um, and then it did die out, and, you know, R.I.P. Jeremy and the Jiminy Fish, because that was it uh, for them. And whenever I watch these fish, and I think it's particularly because of the physics simulation, which we should talk about, it they just seem so, they seem so hopeless and helpless. And it doesn't help that they have frowny little faces by default fish, you know, so they're kind of flopping around. They're not that good at swimming. They look sad. And it makes me feel sad. A sad god uh, who's sad because he's not very good at it, being a god. Um, how do you feel? And who are you? Friday, the 7th of October, at 4.35 p.m. 
Hey, Pippin, it's David. I feel very bad that I made you feel sad and that the game is sad and, uh, sad God. Yeah, there's a lot in there. And I don't know who I am in ecosystem. I have been thinking about how many of our conversations about simulators are, uh, about who we are in these spaces and I wasn't sure if that was just something about simulators. I don't really find myself wondering that in other games per se where they classed you they, they cast you in however small of a role um, you know sometimes just by seeing a hand with a gun in it and you're like cool I know who I am <laughs> that's enough uh, but here you know we're, we're given control of the fates of everything under the sea and uh at least for me most of the fish are looking like tangled wet sweatshirts just sort of floating drifting along sort of indifferently there there you pointed out there is a lot of vacant stairs you're seeing underwater and there is something i find sort of inherently fun about driving up your biodiversity uh, getting the ability to unlock new fish or plants and then further driving up your biodiversity. Um, I don't fully understand what gives you that ability to do that in the game, but I do recognize if you can't do anything else, you can speed time up and then suddenly you can do that more. Uh, and of course you speed things up. Uh, you understand that death is part of life here. You know, health in the game and in life cannot only go up. Uh, and I don't know, for some reason, I mean, like, God-wise, one thing that keeps <laughs> occurring to me is we're sort of a limited God, if we are gods here. Um you know, I almost feel like it's cheating when you go along an ecosystem and you quote-unquote unlock a blowfish, you unlock a whale. And I have this odd mix of this first fish I made, which, because I couldn't figure out how to type properly on Steam Deck, is called an awawa, which I guess sounds like water, but that was a coincidence. Uh, you know, there are the names I create, then there are the names the game creates, which, like, yours are sort of very plain uh names you know i saw a giant pink purple eel last night called kathleen i saw a fish named josh looking for mates but to me it feels like well if i'm given these things that really exist it's almost cheating in a way so there's some limited range of like what we can create and what we can't create and i'm not even sure that i want total control but there's something about this mishmash of things that we know really exist that implies like, hey, what you're doing here is fake, which we know anyway because it's a game, but it's also saying all your creations are just sort of fictional game creations. And I'm still processing that. I don't know how I feel. I don't feel like a god, um, but that's maybe a, <laughs> maybe a healthy thing. Uh, I'm going to dive back in. I'll, I'll, I'll hear from you. Bye-bye. Monday. The 10th of October, at 8.37am. Hey David, it's Pippin, uh, crouching in my bedroom on Thanksgiving morning in Canada. 
um, got a full house with family. So rather than try and find a good time, I'm uh, going to find the only time <laughs> to call you back. Uh, I kind of wanted to stay on the limited God thing. I think that's a nice way of putting it. There's a tension between uh, the power of the actions you do have, you know, create an entire species of fish with a click of a button, uh, and the limitations around that, because you can't do that much with the fish once they exist other than uh, delete them. And the limited gods kind of put me on this rambling path where I started thinking about polytheism and, you know, gods from Greek mythology, for example, where you have hyper-specific gods. There's lot, and there's lots of religions uh, like that. So you could imagine a god of fish, for example. Um, in Greek mythology, there's Proteus, uh, for example, and there's, there's a whole bunch of uh, different, different sea gods who do different things. Um, Proteus is a good one. Um, just because Proteus is a shapeshifter, right? And, uh, you know, as you say, those uh, weird baggy sweaters floating around in the water, uh, they take on many strange, strange forms, which is a huge appeal of the game, right? And part of the point of the game is to marvel at the different forms of, I guess, aquamotion? Is that the version of locomotion? Um, that you can take on to move through uh, space. So looking at the fish is central i think to ecosystem maybe more central than the ecosystem itself uh, maybe it's even that the ecosystem drives the ability to look at interesting fish um, and that's that's what the game surfaces for us um, and there's lots of things that point to that i think right like uh, the names as you said the the fish will have these kind of weird norm core names like uh, uh, i don't know i haven't seen david i wanted to say david uh, but Jeremy or uh, Colette, etc. Uh, and that definitely feels like an invitation to look at them as individuals and to kind of study them um, as individuals. And another thing that really uh, hammers that home is the, I don't know if you've, if you've experienced it yet, but there's an aquarium uh, section of the game. And if you save a fish in one of your playthroughs out in the, you know, quote unquote real world, uh, you can send that fish into this um, deliberately artificial aquarium space where there are hallways and you, you walk down the hallways and you look into these boxed off aquarium areas with a bit of flora um, and some kind of landscape inside and you can put your fish in there um, to admire them, I guess, and to think about them as kind of heroes of the fish world, uh, which kind of again goes back to Greek mythology, right? That idea that there are special humans uh, who the gods care about. There are special fish who the fish god cares about. Um, I think that there's something interesting there. I think the idea of putting a fish in a tank uh, and the reasons that we might do that in this game um, probably says plenty about us and what we think is important and our you know sense of aesthetics and why we're playing this game. And certainly points towards that uh, kind of toy vision again, right? Like, is it a game? Is it a toy? It doesn't matter. Uh, is it a hardcore science learning tool? Uh, what is it? Do we care? David, do we care? Bye. Monday, the 10th of October, at 2.20pm. <laughs> hey, Pippin. Happy Thanksgiving, first off. And do we care... Uh, I mean, I hope so. I know for the purposes of the game thing, we care on a certain level. 
how deeply, you know, we let that in. Personally, I don't know. Although it's funny, um, because a lot of your comments, including that, strike on some of the notes I made to myself here. Um, so, first off, I'm glad you brought up the aquarium, because I had something in my notes there. And the text for the aquarium says that the aquarium tours, quote, showcase the best creatures that have evolved over the course of their playthroughs. Um, which implies a couple of things about the nature of God we are. I mean, on the one hand, we're a God here whose work is never done. You paint the underwater world here one organism, one floor tile at a time. Um, but it also, you know, it implies at some point that, like, your work is done because you will have uh, made the best creatures, which is not really how I'm thinking of it. Um, I poked around in some other people's aquariums and I saw like some were titled um, My Most Advanced and Fastest Fish. And I mean, to me, maybe this is like why we both picked the strange terrain. Um, I'm not really looking to perfect the fish. Um, I, 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 I don't really know uh, other than like sheer curiosity, sort of like what's the overall uh, philosophy here I'm em employing? Maybe you're being a little bit more intentional than I am. I mean, you mentioned like there are some limits to what we can do with the fish. Um, just a sentence I always imagined I'd be saying out loud. Um, you know, you can tinker with their DNA. You can remold them um, I mentioned earlier like you can get a blowfish or a whale and really what that does is it plants in the bigger gene pool like you can make really massive sized fish or you can make fish that take on some of the uh, qualities of these uh, sort of you know norm core fish if you will to go with the norm core names um, but you know what I really have been noticing is like for all the sort of nuance and complexity I noticed that like there's not a lot of inherent relationships you see between the fish. Um, like last night, I saw a fish named Ezekiel fleeing. That was its status, and I was wondering, well, fleeing what? And there was like a green dotted arrow or line, and I couldn't figure out what was going on. So, I mean, there are relationships between things here that aren't that distinct. And a question I had to myself is like, well, what does that say, maybe uh, about simulators maybe not specific to ecosystem here that like it's up to you to fill in the gaps and uh i had a note here too about caring which is like i've gotten to the point now where i can introduce apex predators and i've avoided doing that and i don't know if it's because i feel like it's destroying my work or if i feel like a duty to protect um but then i was thinking too it's like well you can still introduce a predator and that is nurturing the work in a different way. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, are you a protector here or are you wreaking total havoc, Pippin? <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Tuesday, the 11th of October at 5.08 a.m. Wednesday, the 12th of October at 
2.37 p.m. Hey, David, it's Pippin here, talking quite quietly, uh, because Felix is down the hall having a nap. I really don't want him to wake up. <laughs> um, I wanted to stay in the aquarium uh, for a little longer, and I think that's because it's it's maybe an interesting place to ask that question um, of what the game says is good in its world. Um, and that harks back to one of the things I said at the beginning of the season I was going to be interested in, which was the ways in which we kind of perceive and run up against the assumptions that we find in simulators. Uh, that idea that um, there are value systems at play in simulators, that even if they're trying to be realistic, they're, they're usually making some kind of statement about the way they think the world works. And one of the big ways that you can do that is by saying what you think is good in your representation of the world. I actually did a whole PhD uh, dissertation on this, this kind of idea of um, value systems in, in popular video games. Sorry if you can hear the cat, he's uh, being quite annoying as well. Um, so I spent some time in other aquariums, um, the work of other fish gods uh, and other worlds, and there's actually a rating system. So, you know, that's one way of talking about what the game presents as a good thing is it provides a kind of crowdsourced uh, rating system. So the best aquarium gets 4.5 out of 5, uh, like a Yelp review, <laughs> um, only from 11 reviews. Um, you know, as we've said before, it's it's a game in early access, so it, it may just be the case that it's being reset or hasn't been explored too much. Um, so that's one way of, of thinking about what's good in this game, is other people say, nice fish. Uh, the fish in that aquarium I, I found kind of underwhelming, and to be honest, they, they looked, roughly speaking, like the fish in, in my aquarium. So... Uh, that was sort of reassuring and disappointing in equal measure, but uh, I also went to the My Most Advanced and Fastest Fish Aquarium, like you did, and had to admit that there was some really pretty cool fish in there, or at least fish that seemed very effective. Um, they were good at being fish, good at their job. <laughs> uh, which is mostly to say that they could move around um, with quite a lot of agility and speed which is definitely one way that you can think about value in this game. Like, are the fish good at being fish, right? Um, but in that's sort of in an aquarium, so separated away from the world, and in that way it, it lacks a bit of context. Um, when I'm actually playing the game, I find it surprisingly difficult to look at a fish and tell whether it's talented or not. And so if we do return to play, I guess... Maybe the most obvious way to talk about what the game surfaces as being good is its measure of ecosystem health, where it literally puts a number that floats in the air and tells you how healthy the ecosystem is, um, and that's a requirement for developing your fish populations and so forth. Uh, so that's kind of a blatant suggestion from the developer, right? And it seems to be premised on variety above everything else. Uh, but importantly, variety that's sustainable, right? Which is to say an ecosystem, something that works together long-term um, with diversity as kind of a key measure of success there. Um, as you said, it's up to you to fill in the gaps if, if we take that as our broad measure. So how are you filling those gaps? Are you filling them perhaps with fish? Bye-bye. Wednesday, the 12th of October, at 5.22 p.m.
Hey, Pippin. Uh, for some reason, I really want to whisper, but I forgot I don't have to. Um, hope you're well. And <clears throat> I guess I'll invoke the David Foster Wallace line here about the fish. Do they know they're in water? Um, which is like maybe a bit on the nose or a bit on the gill, if you will, to reference here. Um, but I sort of take it to heart with simulators, this sort of simulator. As I said in the beginning with ecosystem, really what I wanted to do was sit around. Of course, there's a lot of work you have to put in to do this. Sit around and watch what will happen happen. I mean, I'm no god. I'm no fish. What do I know about making fish? I mean, I can try. Um, but I'm really much more interested in, you know, games and particularly simulators in this case. Like, what sort of, what do they tell us about ourselves, you know, um, without it being about ourselves? So I could come in, and for some reason I really haven't messed with <laughs> fish DNA. Um, there are other options you can do. Let me know if you've played with it. I haven't. Of sort of managing... Uh, I was talking about predators before, but this is like you can manage, I guess, like how many are in a herd or how many of a type of fish can be in a certain area. I've been very laissez-faire. Um, except, of course, with... Uh, I don't know why I'm separating them, but the ecosystem that is not the fish... And I feel like I'm cheating when, and we'll jump from fish to monkey. I mean, it makes my monkey brain please, right? When I can make that score rise. Uh, and you can, at least in my, <laughs> in my part of the neighborhood, um, you can plant like, I think it's like bull kelp, some sort of really big um, underwater plant life that really just drives it up. Like you can, you can get plus 140, plus 130 per um, planting plant, if you will. And that drives the number up. And I don't know. I mean, I'm not playing ecosystem to win. Uh, and I'm not frustrated that, like, there is no goal. But I sort of just want, like, the fish to be fish. And they don't need direction from me. So I'm being a bad dad. I'm being a bad fish god. Um, I feel like we're circling back to like, well, what is our responsibility here in ecosystem? You know, we talked about the aquarium and how other people's fish looks like yours. Um, yeah, I'm going to circle back, I guess, and just ask again. I mean, <laughs> are you trying to win the game like I am? Or is there like type of cool fish look you're going for. <laughs> Friday, the 14th of October, at 10.55 a.m. David, it's me, Pippin. Bar. Um, am I trying to win the game? Is there a, a cool fish look <laughs> that I'm going for? Gosh. Um, trying to win games is not usually my thing, unless it's the only thing you can do, um, which is often the case. 
but a question like that, uh, with its two-parter nature, does suggest we could try and um, kind of enumerate the different kinds of ways uh, that I think you could play this game, and to think about whether it privileges uh, particular stances, because I, th I think it is probably the most open simulation that we've played, either in preseason uh, or the season as it stands. And we've played a lot of games now. Um, it's open, but it, I think it probably leans in a particular direction. Um, but I will say that my usual uh, default position in games like this is to try and find some form of self-expression. Um, whatever that might be, if I'm, if I'm kind of not immediately grabbed by what I perceive to be the, the, the right approach. Uh, so Minecraft, for example, which I find incredibly stressful, the, the most memorable thing I ever did in that was uh, dig up a lot of sand, smelt it into glass, and repl <laughs> replace a mountain with glass, laboriously, you know, take away a block and replace it with, with glass until the mountain was made of glass. Um, so a lot of work, but satisfying. And I think ecosystem feels a little bit like Minecraft in a way. You don't completely know what to do. And I, I think a lot of people love that. Uh, the main thing I found to do that I, again, found really satisfying in an active capacity was that I built a giant rock hand reaching up towards the surface of the water using the terrain tools, which... Uh, because it's sort of figurative and not of the world that's kind of implied by the game, uh, not a shape that you would expect to see under the water, it has a certain power that I that I like to look at. But that's just me. Um, in terms of what there is, and maybe you can you can help us out here. I'm I'm seeing ways to play the game being, you know, one way is to pay attention to the ecosystem health stat, uh, which is all over the place, most obviously on the sea <laughs> on the sea floor. Uh, but everything you do contributes to a number that tells you how healthy an ecosystem is. So obviously you could try and drive that up by understanding the ecosystem system. Um, but I got the impression, listening to the developer in that interview that you sent over, that a big, big kind of, I guess, category of objectives is around fish success, either developing a fish species that's very well adapted to its environment and does a good job, um, good fish job. Uh, and then zooming that down into this idea of individual fish performance, uh, like they're kind of athletes, right? Like the fastest fish, the best predator, um, and, and things like that, which the aquarium especially invites, right, uh, from a design perspective. Uh, and it seems like there's a bunch of tools that allow you to to focus in on des either designing a great fish or observing as a great fish emerges via the game's version of evolution. Uh, and then there's self-expression of the kind I was talking about, right? You can sculpt both rocks and fish bodies if you want to. There's the materiality of the stuff. And then there is um, kind of fish appreciation, <laughs> which is the other thing that I really enjoy, um, which is a kind of tourism, I guess, once you get the, the ecosystem up and running and you can essentially start paying attention to it if you want to. Uh, and that's definitely something that I find a pleasure, is sort of, I guess, swimming around uh, like a scuba god and just zooming in on a specific fish and its little, its little face and its little attempts to, to, to do what it, it needs to do to survive. 
So those are those are kind of the big categories I can think of um, that might lead us to play in specific ways. And I do think that the system itself points towards some of those more than others. But it's interesting that they're all available. And I do wonder if you've found anything else um, that you that you can play the game with. And then another question I have, as I run out of time, I can see that the tape is running out, is whether we are game designers for the fish. Um, you know, like part of the game is about making systems. And when we... Friday, the 14th of October, at 2.09pm. Hey, uh, Pippin. Specifically Pippin Barr. Um, I'm so glad you... I'm so glad you raised that question at the end. I think you know what my answer would be. Uh, so I'm not gonna say the quiet part out loud here. Um, you know, I realize... You know, when I said win the game, I think I was speaking a little facetiously. I mean, I don't really think that there is, quote-unquote, a point here <laughs> with the ecosystem. I don't mean in, like, an insulting way. But, um, you know, your comparison to Minecraft is correct. Because um, it's just it's just it's this big, wide-open playground. And to me, all this stuff with evolution, um, the aquarium, all the stuff with, like, what is best to me isn't the point and I think it's sort of like at least for me personally it's sort of like a very shallow pool sorry if you will um because you know I could decide hey you know to me redfish or bluefish are the best you know um I really like to play in a way where chain reactions stack and weird unpredictable things happen and I can't expect what's coming and um you know, I was playing the other night, and um, I think I discovered a different way of playing that we haven't touched on, and that I liked a lot, which is, you know, I have found in general, ecosystem is sort of like a really soothing experience. It would make me feel kind of sleepy, like I had just drank some valerian tea or something. Um, you know, I was going around, I filled up most of the ocean, <laughs> carpeted it with plant life, dropped in fish where I can, and I came across a fish named Jackie that was 0.66 old, survival was 0.1, and it somehow had 0.4 children. It was a Prowman fish, and I forgot earlier on when I first started playing, uh, you know, you could boost fish, and mainly I found what that does is, like, it accelerates genetic diseases um, and, or, or makes them older. And I found, I think, a descendant of one of the fish I first made, the only fish I ever tinkered with uh, at this level, because I, I saw wandering around, crawling the ocean floor... <laughs> found this stain. I found a mark of my mistake. I found this ripple of my ripple. Uh, I found this fish that was neon bright purple, extremely wide and thin at the same time, very much obviously not built to last. Um, but it somehow had. And I was sort of proud, but I was also sort of mortified <laughs> just seeing this neon abomination swimming around. And so I spent 
the remainder of that session, you know, you can do a literal, not fisheye lens, but fisheye view of just sort of following this fish going around. And it really wasn't doing much, but I found it oddly satisfying um, and interesting. And, you know, and sort of, uh, well, I should just tell you, I mean, I finally went and I turned up the settings. I turned off all the limits of what can happen as far as, like, species and their propagation, and uh, the game crashed. You know, I wanted a weird environment, something that cannot run. <laughs> so it's up to my imagination. I had to fill in the gaps. And so, uh, yeah, I guess that's ecosystem, huh? That's life. Friday, the 14th of October at 2.27 p.m. Hey, David. That's life indeed. Um, and I think it's it's fitting to end on an individual fish. I think that's where I keep coming back to when I play the game. Um, and I feel like there are ways in which that's where the game comes from, too. You know, the developer really was focused on this idea of the physical simulation of individual fish as the core premise of, of what the game does. And yes, they all get combined into these big systems of fish and they have evolution applied to them. Uh, but in the end, the center of the game is the fish and the fish's body. And I feel a real kinship with the fish, I guess, that I see swimming upside down or stuck in a crevice, wiping their face through the algae. Um, and it just makes me think of how similar uh, I, I feel to them, at least, or maybe all of us. Um, you know, we're all just these soaking wet, baggy sweatshirts doing our best. Bye. Friday, the 14th of October at 2.41 p.m. Friday, the 14th of October, at 2.50 p.m. Hey, Pippin, I guess I just missed you, and you just missed me. Um, yeah, so, you know, our time with the ecosystem is drawing to a close, although I'm sure it will stay with us in ways we won't understand quite yet. Um, did have one final thought, and I read an article uh, in the BBC from August 2012, headline, Fish Play Video Game in New Behavior Study. And it's about these uh, researchers who built a game to understand the behavior of fish. And it got me thinking about, I mean, basically the study found that fish were less likely to attack dots when they were in a group formation. Um, but that seemingly small bit of bar trivia got me thinking about how much of ecosystem and our time and our talking about fish is how we're on the outside of fish, you know. And I wonder, like, when we look at a game, we look at a simulator, ultimately we see ourselves, and is that the nature of simulators or ourselves? End of messages. Thank you for calling Game Thing. For more information, please hang up and dial GameThing.life. Goodbye.